Welcome to Pondering. Hello, hello. Happy Labor Day, everyone. A very special day in the Pond household. And we have a very special episode today. Recapping all about our special day. I don't know if special is the best word, but that's the word we're going with. Yeah, definitely did not go according to plan. We had big plans to do something special for Edie. Today's her birthday. It's been one year since she was born, last Labor Day. September 4th. And we're broadcasting from a very special location. Special is one way to say it. A very unique location. (laughs) We are in the hospital. We are in the same hospital where we had Edie last Labor Day weekend. (laughs) Usually we start with a little bit of banter, but maybe today we'll just jump right into it. Maybe let's just kind of recap. Do you want to go back to last year or kind of the weekend and how we ended up here? As Kat mentioned, we kind of planned, you know, we had ideas of, we really wanted to make today special for Edie. So Kat spent a lot of time just thinking about how can we do that, and I was trying to be helpful and think of ways, and I ended up (laughs) back in the hospital, so we're kind of just rolling with it. I had a lot of stress about this day being special and making sure we had happy memories and created some sort of tradition or something. (laughs) for her and it actually gave me a lot of anxiety trying to figure that out and it I feel like it made it hard for me to go into this day with happiness I don't know then we came to the hospital and we were just saying earlier it feels kind of like it was still orchestrated by her and it has been this special day that we could have never planned but she feels so close I mean we literally had her down the hall On the very slight off chance that people are like, what are we talking about? Last Labor Day, we, Kat gave birth to our first daughter, Edie, 25 weeks. It was a stillbirth, Mm -hmm. worst day of our life. (laughs) So this weekend, you know, we were really anticipating that. And, and here we are back in the hospital. And as Kat mentioned, we really wanted to set a good foundation and I'm repeating back what you said to me, right? Like we wanted to set a really good foundation moving forward on how we honored her, especially as we start having kids, making sure they honor her and know her and remember her. I think there was a lot of pressure. You felt a lot of pressure to make sure that that happened in the right way while being pregnant with this second baby. Mm-hmm. The other thing is people that know us know we love to travel. And we weren't planning to travel, but I was kind of trying to pitch the idea of let's do another staycation in Park City. So we were kind of playing around with just like different things. And basically we're just like, let's just like spend time in Park City mm-hmm. most of the weekend. And we'll go do all our favorite things in Utah. And we were doing that. We were in Park City. Jeez, it's been two days now. I was going to say yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> time is kind of weird in the hospital when you don't see the sky very much. <laughs> so yeah, on Saturday we were up in Park City, went to a few of our favorite places to eat, just doing the things we love to do within reason of what Kat is able to do. Yeah. And maybe tell, like, what happened and how we got here. So even before we went to Park City, like, earlier last week, I just have been feeling pain where my stitch is. So I had talked to my doctor about it, and they were kind of just like, it's kind of to be expected. Like, baby's getting heavier, and you're not really supposed to have a stitch in your cervix, so it's going to feel uncomfortable. And they basically told me that as long as it wasn't bleeding, that meant that it was doing okay and it's just the uncomfortable pressure. And we didn't want to do a million cervical checks 
they're very unpleasant. So we opted out at that point. And that was earlier last week where I was like, I'll just wait and see if it gets worse. Yeah. I kind of was like taking it a little bit more easy those couple of days, but definitely wanted this weekend to be special. So we still went up to Park City and I'm totally clear to do all these things. They have not told me one time to start bed rest again or anything like that. It's all um, above board. <laughs> and we hit 34 weeks, which is a really big milestone. And my doctors just feel comfortable, not with her coming really. Like they don't, none of us want her here yet, (laughs) but that if she did come, she would be happy and healthy and fully developed with just a little bit of a NICU stay. So anyways, this is a really important weekend for us. So we decided to go to our favorite restaurant. That was the first thing we did. And I was kind of like, I'm feeling a little bit uncomfortable, more so than I have been but it could be fine so we kind of kept going about the day we were going to go to this like farmer's market and then we got there and it just was really busy and we had to park and walk really far and I was like I just don't think we should do that I was just going to interject because before that you wanted to go into the hospital right after we ate you kind of insisted I want to go into the hospital and I (laughs) I was like call them first before we go down to the farmer's market, because it's in Midway, which is like another 20 minutes from Park City in the opposite direction. They do Swiss days every year. So we were going to go check that out and hang out with some friends and stuff. So Cal's like, before we go that way, let's go to the hospital. And then I was like, well, let's call. <laughs> so you called and they were like, I think that's fine. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about this. So we called and they were like, same thing. You just got a heavy baby. You're good to go. Take some yeah. Tylenol. And if it doesn't go away with Tylenol, then come back in. Right. So we drove down to the thing Nick was talking about. In that time, I let my Tylenol kick in, and I just still wasn't feeling totally settled. (laughs) So we decided to go to the hospital, and we're both like, it's not going to be anything. Every time we go in, they tell us we're fine. It's going to be no big deal. And That's what's hard, right? Because we always are discussing, is it worth going in and it's nothing? But it always is because it's such peace of mind, especially for you. It's just like the time and energy and effort to get to the hospital. So we always try to be as, I don't know what's the best word, to, to be as cautious as possible, but also not too cautious. I yeah. don't know. Well, our thought pro- my thought process was like, I'd rather get cleared today, not on each yeah. actual birthday. Yeah. I'd have them say, you're good to go. You can do whatever you want this weekend. Your stitch looks great. And then I, my enjoy plan was I would more. enjoy it way more, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, <laughs> we came in and they're just like, your stitch is basically failing. It's not doing anything for you, so we should take it out. And keep you here all weekend. <laughs> well, yeah, so they took it out and they were like, now we have to watch you for preterm labor, which I haven't shown any signs of, which has been great. I haven't dilated anymore, so we're not worried, not stressed about this baby. <laughs> it just derailed all of our plans for this weekend. Which I feel like almost ended up being good. And it derailed and then re-railed. And there's been some really cool... I was just going to add that we we never thought we'd make it this far. Like, this was a dream to get this far. 34 weeks, yeah. Yeah, 34 weeks. So just being here, that's the perspective we're trying to have. At least I'm trying to have. Because it's a bummer to be stuck in the hospital on a holiday weekend. But it has been raining, so there's not much else to do. But we have had some, yeah, cool things happen. Do you want to kind of talk about those? I have some well, thoughts yeah. as well. My other thought before this is just, I woke up really sad today. I was really sad this morning. Just such a bummer that we have to be stuck here and we can't do something special. 
but it also took a lot of the pressure off of trying to yeah. make it special. I feel like I would have, I don't know, I just don't think it was ever going to be what I wanted it to be today. And so I think it's nice that it, none of that worked out because I think I would have ended the day sad. Today has been weirdly special. Mm. And it's been kind of nice that we're in the hospital. It's just us two. Like our families have reached out and stuff. They're helping with the dog and brought flowers and have yeah. called us and texted us. So a lot of love from them. But all this pressure is off. Like we can't do anything. <laughs> and then all these little tiny special things have happened that have made it special that we could have never planned. It's interesting because you, you mentioned setting such an a high unreachable expectation that you're never going to meet and then you know you'll be sad no matter what and i don't know we we talked about this just when we were at public but such a cool life lesson to just surrender whatever we would have done you would have been sad but we would have had to choose that it was special and what we we hoped it would be and wanted it to be but now just letting go and surrendering allows it to like i think see it through a different lens and then everything is special because there's no expectation, right? Totally, yeah. So I don't know. I would love to talk more about that on a future episode. Like, How do you set expectations high and, and be excited about things, but then like surrender and just not care at all? It's like this weird counterintuitive thing. I was just going to add to like, something else I realized. Being here, the biggest stress now has been, oh my gosh, like, we don't want to have her on Edie's birthday. Like, we want her to have their own birthday and unique identity and whatever. And then I just remembered my sister and I share a birthday and we're three years apart. So my sister was born on August 4th, three years after I was born. Which is and special. That's very it's special. Fourth. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is another four in our family. Four has been such a cool number for us. And so I was kind of like, I hope she doesn't come. But if she does, that's cool because I think that's showing how connected Edie and this baby are if they were to be born on the exact same day. And then that and, connection with me and my yeah. sister. So for me, that was kind of the first cool little, like, what, what are we calling them? Uh, <laughs> little... stance. I don't know. Mir- Edie, Edie miracle. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that was like, right... You and realized... she hasn't been born yet, so it's probably not going to happen anymore, but... I'm still pregnant. It was just <laughs> late at night, so we... I think it just calmed us down a lot. It's just a cool realization. But I'm also excited for her to have her own birthday, potentially, at this point. I don't think I'm going to give... <laughs> birth in the next couple of hours. I think we're in the clear. So that was right when we woke up. You brought that up. Yeah, and some then time this morning, yeah. Nick left for a little bit to go get some stuff from the house and things like that, and then to pick up Edie's birthday cake that I had ordered a while ago. I'm glad that we have that. But while Nick was gone, we've had a great experience here at the hospital, and we always do. We've always had great nurses, always had great staff. The doctor who has been on is not my favorite. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't listen to this or <laughs> yeah. any of the staff. But this best surprise today, and something I was telling you earlier, if we do happen to have this baby, I would love for her to be delivered by the same doctor who delivered Edie. And the way our hospital works is like the doctors are on rotation, so my OB doesn't necessarily deliver me unless he's on rotation so I would love to have him deliver but he's not on rotation this week and in walks the doctor who delivered Edie and she's like I'm here today she came in the room yeah uh and she was like I delivered your first baby I don't know if you remember me I'm like of course I do 
And she's like, I'm here. I'm here all day and all night. So if anything happens or if you need anything, it was just like special to have that connection, have her come in, remember Edie on her birthday. It was just like this peaceful, if something happens, we're in really good hands. Not that I have ever been nervous about any other doctor here. We've seriously loved everybody, but it just is a cool, another cool connection. And just like for us, we it's like Edie sent her totally to, to you because I wasn't here. So I wonder like, if she just, did she say, did she just see your name and remember it or how did someone maybe tell her? Well, how I did she mean, even I, know to come in? She's the... She's like the resident on right now, so I think she's coming in to see anybody. Gotcha, and just but remembers you. Looked at my chart before we came in, and then put two and two yeah. together. Yeah, dang, that's crazy. Yeah, but it was really cool. Should we talk about the stroller? <laughs> I was gonna ask you the same thing. <laughs> I I think we should. I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah. you gotta. Okay. So, so I I'll start, and then you take over. <laughs> so I'm out running errands and stuff, and getting stuff from the house, and getting the cake. Oh, and I did want to share a little about the cake because the cake is something that I think no matter what happened today, you wanted the cake mm-hmm. and to celebrate her birthday with a cake. And so she'd ordered it with a friend of hers or, you know, someone you'd seen oh, online. On Instagram, yeah. And my job was to go pick it up and I get there. It's, it's literally the person's house. Yeah. <laughs> they do it out of their house. They just give you their address and Kat sends me the instructions, text this number when you get there. So I text them on my way and then I text them halfway there. And then I text them, hey, I'm here. And I was waiting and waiting and didn't hear. So I call Kat. I'm like, hey, like I've, I've reached out. I'm, I'm going to call him now. Or maybe I had already called him. Oh, yeah. Cause it was, and I'm like, it was some guy. And he sounded like asleep or confused. I thought it was the wrong number. And Kat explains, oh, that's the husband. He works night. So anyway, I felt kind of bad. Like, oh, I'm waking this guy up. But he was super nice about it. So that was kind of interesting. But for me, it was a special moment to pick up the cake because I'm a very visual person (laughs) and just having that cake and it's the cutest little cake i'm sure we'll post about it later it's just a white cake with pink bows and it says happy birthday Edie in pink and that's kind of when it hit me of what this day is and oh my gosh like we should be having this cake with our actual baby who i guess (laughs) i guess it wouldn't be her birthday yet if she had made it right but just the idea of the first birthday with the cake so I got in the car and I cried for a little bit. And then I called Kat. She's like, hey, how's the cake? Does it look good? And I like couldn't even talk. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I just wanted to share that because that was a really special moment for me to like, feel connected to her. And not that I didn't before, but just like physically holding that was like, and I wish she was here. And contributing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. No, I mean, I think that feels good as the dad to like, help with yeah. The stuff is I kind of micromanage everything else. So I think having you be part of it is special. Oh, and I brought that up because Kat brought up the stroller. Before that all went down, Kat had texted me. Well, you called me and then immediately hung up. So I was like, did she butt dial me or what? And then you immediately text me. I think I have really great news. It's an ED miracle, but I won't know for like 10 more minutes. So I'm like, okay, let me know. So then later when we connected about the cake, she shared this and it's pretty cool. So... If you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, I've had such a hard time with the stroller and car seat situation. I've gone back and forth forever on what stroller and car seat we want to get. I know some people think that's annoying, but it just seems like such a big investment and something we're going to use all the time. And I just want to make the right decision. So anyways, I have been milling it over for months and we finally decided that we're going to get the Nuna Mix stroller. And finally. 
freaking expensive. So I was probably 10 weeks pregnant with this baby. I saw online that there's this consignment store who randomly every couple of months gets a shipment of Nuna products. So I started following them and there's been a couple times since I've been pregnant where they'll have like a Nunamix stroller or they'll have the car seat that I want or things like that. And the whole thing is they order them or they get them from Pottery Barn. And because the boxes are damaged, it's not the items that are damaged, but the boxes are damaged. They're perfectly brand new, unused Nuna products, but Pottery Barn won't sell them. That's so, so weird. They give the it. Box? Yeah, they give it the craziest discounts like the most insane discounts i follow them and the way it all works is crazy too because they will post on their instagram like 10 15 minutes before the store opens that they got these nuna products and they sell out so freaking fast (laughs) i've tried i know i've tried at least three times maybe four to get them the store is like 30 minutes from our house and then of course today I'm stuck in the hospital so I can't like, go and get it and you have to like, be there in person to get it anyways I see this post the store was opening in 12 minutes and they have the Nunamix car seat or the Nunamix stroller in the color that I've wanted for forever it's a premium color too I didn't and, even know about that color <laughs> yeah it's like extra just to get the color because it's a specific Pottery Barn color. And so I had given up on getting this stroller because I wasn't going to pay extra for a color. But then they list this stroller and I called my brother who lives down the street from the store and I'm like, what are you doing today? And he was like, oh, I'm on my way to a friend's house. I'm like, would you please stop and get this stroller for me? And he's like, of course, anything for you. He's so excited for this baby, which is so fun. So he goes, he FaceTimes me a couple minutes later, and he's like, it's here. It's perfect. I'm going to buy it. And I couldn't tell what the price was. I thought I knew what the price was, but I wasn't 100% sure. And it was less than half. It was, yeah. Of what the retail price is. And it was the one that I wanted the most. And so I'm just like... How special is that 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 happened on this day after I've been waiting literal months, like at least six months to get some sort of deal from this place. And And we had gone to both locations of the store hoping to see something and just kind of looking and gone to, you know, Nordstrom, other stores, Kat's showing me all these. And the more we, the more we discussed it, the more confused I think we both got. So it was just another cool thing of like, here it is. Well, but the other, we didn't even have to think about it or pick, you know? Yeah. And the other thing is we have been putting off this decision forever and ever, but now that this baby could come tomorrow, (laughs) I'm like, we actually need this stuff. So we got that anyways, there was also a car seat, but somebody had gotten it. Before oh, we yeah. got there, Dang but it. that's okay. I mean, it's still going to be cheaper to buy a full price car seat than buying the stroller by itself full price. And now that we're talking about this again, I'm glad the stroller was there and not vice versa because the stroller is, is, more a, is more expensive and a better deal. And then we just need to get the car seat. We are stoked about that. And with anything that goes this way, we always say it's like an Edie miracle, but I just think that because... It was on her birthday. I just feel like she 100% 
orchestrated all of this. I was bored out of my mind sitting in a hospital bed <laughs> scrolling on Instagram and saw it 10 minutes before they opened. Like, yeah. that's crazy. So super excited and grateful. I feel like she picked her sister's stroller. How fun is that? It's so cool. I'm just thinking, like, I wonder how much of that is what we're choosing to believe or control. You know what I mean? I don't know. Again, that's another episode, but just that whole topic of like, divine guidance, not even divine, but just things work out the way you mm-hmm. want them to. It's just such a cool topic to me that we will have to ponder more in the future. So the other cool thing, way more simple and kind of <laughs> silly, but we that's still so love cute. it, is when I got back, I brought Kat some clothes and some other stuff. There is a place we always go that I'm sure people have seen on our stories when we go, every time we go to an appointment, we go to this coffee shop uh, down the street from the hospital. And so, we started this tradition with Edie when we were pregnant with her. It's been going on since, yeah, since Edie. So anyway, I, I sneak Kat out of the hospital. <laughs> it was her idea. She's like, I just need to get out. And I'm like, are you sure? She's like, and it's close enough, you know, if it's, something happened, we would easily get back. It's literally right down the street. That's yeah. why we always go to this place. And it's just a super cool, cute neighborhood that we wish we lived in. And every time we go, I'm like getting online, looking up houses for sale or for rent. Maybe someday. So anyway, we are trying to decide what to order because sometimes we split the toast, but we decided to each get one and a coffee. And the total was $22.02. And and two 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 is how we feel like Edie comes and says hi to us. And so that was really, really cool. So we like, take a picture, we like hold the lady, and then Kat goes, You gotta tip twenty two percent, because of course that's one of the options. And yeah. I was like, All right, let's pay it forward. So she's probably stoked on that, but not that it's a ton of money for just that, but that was so cool. It was so cool. And it's just fun to be there. It's been rainy all day, it feels like fall, it's been kind of this like, moody day that has just I feel like put a lot of things like into perspective but also I don't know I feel like Edie brought this crappy weather so that we don't feel so sad about not being out and like yeah. stuff because our original plan was to go do something outside and release balloons or I don't know we hadn't totally Watch decided the sunset and yeah be outside and I think I would have been really sad if it was just like perfect weather out and yeah. we were stuck inside. <laughs> That's true. So wouldn't even be able to do what we wanted to. And I like that special. it's really simple things. I mean, the stroller is a, a big deal, but it's also simple and just the fact that we were so bummed to be here. But then I think we both, because we didn't talk about this, but I have kind of been like, well, we're here. I can't control that or change that. So it is what it is. And then you just choose to see the good in all the little things, right? And just be like, this is so awesome. What a perfect day. And another thing, too, and I don't even think I've really talked to you about this, but Thursday, Friday, and Saturday leading up to all of this, I have woken up with so much anxiousness just about history repeating itself. Yeah. And I have just been worried more so and more on edge about this baby's movements and making sure she's doing everything that she's supposed to do. And I think I've been hyper aware of when she's not moving as much or I don't know, even moving too much. I just have been overanalyzing all of her movements like the couple of days leading up to this, just because I've been so scared that the same thing's going to happen. And I haven't been worried about this baby this weekend. 
hmm. because we've been monitored so much. Like, just know True. she's okay. Yeah. Because I've been on the monitors, like, 90% of the time being here. Except for today, they started not doing it as much. But, like, yesterday I was on the monitors for, like, six hours and just got to hear her perfect heartbeat and hear her kicking and hiccuping. And, like, we've done a couple ultrasounds since we've been here. And I just have not felt worried about her at all. And... I feel like Edie knew that I was going to have a hard time worrying about this baby, worrying about trying to celebrate Edie. And I think she just was like, you need peace of mind. <laughs> and I'm going to send you all these little miracles. I'll take care of it. But don't worry about me. Don't worry about my sister. We're all going to be good. And here we are. <laughs> well, the first night, should we share what happened? That was so stressful. So when we first got here, it's interesting because... When we first got here, I feel like we were switched, meaning I was very stressed and I was very PTSD. Like I do not want to be back here on the yeah. same weekend we lost Edie. And I was kind of having low-key panic attacks and you had yeah. to kind of calm me down and you were so calm. Mm-hmm. And I was like not doing well. And then I kind of rallied and was like, okay, it's fine. Like here, this is going to be good. And then I was like, good. And then as you just shared, <laughs> you started to get way stressed. The first night we, again, because of, my error. <laughs> I'm taking blame for this. In other words, we should have come in earlier if, if I hadn't intervened. Well, no, we talked talk to the doctor. They were the ones who said not to come in right then and there. I know, but I was the one that convinced you to call. And if we had come in, they would have checked and been like, oh, we got to take this out. Yeah, that's true. Which wasn't a big deal, but just everything happened later. Because they put us in labor and delivery, monitored you, and then moved us over so we didn't get to sleep till like 2.30 mm-hmm. in the morning just because of everything that they were doing and, and checking. Was it 2.30? Yeah. Yeah. And then they came in at 6.30. In the morning. The in the morning, morning yeah. to monitor and check the heartbeat. And the heartbeat was low. Super It was low. the well, lowest it has not been. Not super low, but yeah, it was really scary. So I think, I, and I bring that up because of what you were saying and history repeating itself. I'm sure you felt similar. I was like, oh shit, like, not this again. Can we just get a break? And of course we were so tired. You had spent so much of the day before getting settled and I went back and forth and then no, no sleep. And you probably didn't sleep at all. And yeah. just like, are you kidding me? Like we're starting the day with a low heartbeat. Like what does this mean? Is she sick? So that was super stressful. So anyway, we monitored, they switched us back to labor and delivery and watched it for probably two hours, give or take. We were on for six hours. <laughs> really? Yeah. Six hours, But wow. she stabilized after like an hour. But then they just like wanted to make sure she didn't do it again. And again, it was lower than it had been. And they were reassuring us, this is okay. It's just lower than it's been before. So we want to make sure it stays steady and doesn't continue to drop. And then you and I are kind of playing the what-if game and worst-case scenario. And so that was very stressful yeah, but then we talk- got through that and now we're fine they were like if this keeps going this way you're gonna have an emergency c-section i'm like oh my gosh that's like the worst nightmare <laughs> but then she just figured it out so she has all of her steroid shots now and she's she's locked and loaded she could come at any time we hope she stays in longer but i am stitch free <laughs> so she can come whenever without tearing my cervix open, which has been a huge stress for us because we live kind of far from the hospital. So we've just been like, if I start laboring and laboring quickly, not only could we deliver a baby in the car, but I could also permanently damage my cervix, which would make it hard for me to get pregnant again or carry a pregnancy again and just cause a million other issues. And so 
I am actually very relieved to have my stitch out and be at this point where she can come and be healthy. It's kind of been like the perfect storm. Metaphorically and literally. Yeah, it's been very, very stormy. But I just kind of chuckled because Kat's been so funny because it's literally like a pinball machine between <laughs> I just want to get her out. I think I just want to have them take her out. I'm ready. Actually, I want her to stay until at least Friday and hopefully longer. It's so hard to No, I know, know it's what better to do. for her to stay in, but I am extremely uncomfortable. But it's worth it for her to be yeah. healthy and come straight home with us and things like that. So, And again, I think another thing I just thought of that we've discussed, it's kind of this full circle moment. We're in a group text with my family, and they're all kind of doing or experiencing something significant in their lives. You know, without detail, my sister went and visited a place where she had a lot of trauma Mm -hmm. with a new perspective and a new person and I guess facing it more or less and being in such a better place. I think that's similar for us. This is the last place we'd want to be. But now that we are here having this experience, I don't want to speak for you, but it's been really cool for me and healing for me to come back here on this weekend and realize how much we've been through the last year and how much better things are. And in spite of all the scares and worry, just accepting, again, surrendering and accepting just life is is in a good place. Yeah. And that's okay. And I think it was important for us to be here physically I think so to, too. to experience that. I think I'm so proud of us. It's been a year. I feel like it would have hit me no matter where we were, but... That was the fastest year of my entire life. <laughs> and we've done a really good job, I think. Yeah. Always try to get through these without crying. <laughs> but I, it's just crazy coming in here and seeing how far we've come. We've grieved together really well and it hasn't like, torn us apart, which is, I think it would have been normal for that to have happened for us. Yeah. And we're pregnant again, which was really scary to do. And... She's doing well. It's a completely different experience than it was the first time. And we're going to take her home soon. I just feel like our relationship's stronger. We've grown so much in so many different areas in our life. And as hard as losing a child is, and it will always be this hard, sad piece of our life, so much good has come in the last in the last year. Yep. And I like you're saying, I feel like facing it, head on being right here it's really forcing us to look back on the last year and it's been a whirlwind but we did it i was telling nick too i think this is the last hard milestone that i've anticipated Mm. i know there's going to be a million other hard milestones moving forward but these this first year i feel like you put a lot of weight on the due date the six month date the every month milestone and then you hit this year and it's kind of like a culmination of like all of the last year and all of the big milestones that you had to endure and I feel a little bit of relief passing this I feel like I've completed not completed because I'm always going to grieve her I'm always going to be sad that she's not here I will forever and ever wish that this baby gets to be live on earth with her sister it's really sad but that's not gonna happen but I feel like we gave ourselves a whole year to grieve her fully 
and not that we will never bring her up or anything. She's always going to be a part of our life, but I just feel like... She's tattooed on your body. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I am giving myself permission to just like be happy again, and that is going to be a part of my life forever, but that like doesn't need to be everything I think about all the time, and I don't have to like hold on to this sadness mm. in order to remember her or to honor her. I think the best way I can honor her now passing this milestone is by moving forward and being a good mom to this next baby and sharing Edie's story, sharing our story, moving forward with joy and showing that like, you can do that and life can be happy again after such a devastating loss. So I was dreading this day and it's turned out a lot better than I thought it was going to. <laughs> Surrender, let go, release, <laughs> move forward. <laughs> Healing. Yes. Amen. I mean, nothing really to add. Just again, it's cool. I was thinking it's kind of like New Year's Eve every, every year. You're like, what do I want to accomplish this year? And then you think about last year, you're like, shit, I didn't do anything I wanted yeah. to. Or you're like, I did everything and I'm awesome, but it doesn't happen very often for me. At least. <laughs> so just another milestone in life. And again, like you said, just like the first time yeah. for us of a year later. And then I got through that and now we'll just move forward with the rest and yeah. freaking kick butt. And I'm so excited next year to have this baby with us for Edie's birthday. Yeah. I think that's why I was so sad. I want to create memories for our kids, but this baby isn't here yet. And like, some of my family was out of town and some of your family was out of town. It just wasn't the family celebration that I wanted it to be. And now I feel like it was special. And then next year we can start with like, some sort of tradition. And I don't know what that's going to be, but yeah, it'll be really cool. Another cool thing. That very kind specific of relates. to this day and weekend. Yeah. We just wanted to... First of all, I'll say we were like blown away and so grateful for the love. Oh, I have the hiccups all of a sudden. <laughs> the love and support of, about our drop of 352, which is our line of clothing that ultimately we just want people to know that you can get through hard times and be happy again, even if it takes a year, 10 years, whatever. But it really was in honor of Edie and like her birthday. And we sold out in one day, which hmm. I was not expecting that. And we are just so, so grateful. We have been in the hospital, so we haven't been able to send out all the orders <laughs> yet. But we are hopefully going home today when you guys hear this episode. So they should be going out quick after that. But, Keep you busy. Yeah. And we are working on a restock really, really soon. I'm thinking we're going to do neutrals this yeah. time just kind of switch it up and I know that some people prefer that we are color people but I think it'll be fun to do it in a different color and maybe there's been some talk about maybe the hoodie or switching the logos on the back or something like that so we're working on that with our manufacturer hopefully in the next couple of weeks that'll be out we did save some items for the giveaway that we said we would do so we randomly picked two reviews on Apple Podcasts. Thank you, everybody who did that. It was so fun to read all of your guys' comments. But we have two people. So if this is your username on Apple Podcasts, please DM us on the Pondering Podcast Instagram. Instagram and we'll get your address and stuff. I'll probably post a story about this tomorrow, too, just so you can... Whichever one you see first. So if you are S Wild 12, please DM us. Let us know if you want a shirt or a sweatshirt. 
and then college addict one 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 nine. Every like podcast. Who's a thing, college addict? That's I, I need to know more about that name. I think <laughs> Apple. It makes it from your email that you have uh, connected to your yeah, Apple that makes ID. Sense. So, anyways, same thing: sweatshirt or t-shirt, and what size you want. And we will send those out to you guys this week as well. We're just super grateful that you guys reviewed for us, supported 352, celebrated Edie. We've gotten so many text messages and comments and people checking in on us today. And we just feel like she's loved, we're loved. It would be way harder without all of you. So thank you. And congratulations to the winners. We have some cool ideas. And being back here, we've talked about that because our plan is to donate to this hospital, but also figure out ways to help stillbirth parents in the future. So yeah, it's going to be Very near and dear to our hearts and hoping to do really big things with it in the future. But again, as Kat said, the whole idea is just live life, feel what you got to feel, be sad, but then grow and learn and find joy. And hopefully... This captures that for for all of y'all. <laughs> yeah, new designs coming out too. Want to switch things up? Not everything will be so heat focused. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was just a really big milestone for us yeah. this year, Mark. So we're excited for what has, what's to come. We're excited for this baby. We're on baby watch officially, and baby watch twenty twenty three. We can't wait to keep sharing our little life with you guys. Yeah, thanks everyone. Have a wonderful week. And we'll see you soon. Keep pondering. <laughs>